0: Mike one, Mike one, isn't this a lot of fun? Two, 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 two. Did you, America? Welcome to another edition of Did You America. It's a season 3 episode. You know
1: it always feels like the first episode when I'm with you. <laughs>
0: He's Jeremy Hoffman, I'm Ian Canfield uh, Thank you for uh, checking out this one Do not make any jokes about World War 3 Starting, oh. Jeremy Oh, should we just cancel the podcast altogether? <laughs> I saw this uh, meme over the weekend And, uh, you know, since we last spoke Some terrible stuff has been going on in the world um, So this isn't a part of the segment Where
1: you say a meme Without them having to look at the meme and It's still funny? No, this was not This is funny. like a
0: factual meme This wasn't a funny meme This was a fucking stupid meme Oh. was what was was what this was hey new segment <laughs> uh i i don't know who i saw the d- d- post this probably a lot of people posted it um a few days ago, yeah, can you stop saying jokes about, oh, it's World War Three because terrible things are happening to people in the Ukraine. Yeah, of course, terrible things are happening to people in the Ukraine and it's awful. I get that, but people are obviously going to make jokes about it because that's what people do to get through the situation. No wonder everyone gets cancelled now if you're offended. And do you know what? I don't think the fucking weaklings that have been posting this have been upset by an off- color joke about the russia situation they just don't like it being referred to in a flippant way by people who aren't even making jokes of like oh we're probably heading to world war three right <laughs> oh, don't say it oh, honestly <laughs> you know, this is such great
1: timing because as you were doing that i literally just got a text from my friend that says where the fuck is seal team six can we murder that putin shithead already and sign some book deals Putin, the bullet in Putin, New York Times bestseller. (laughs) So clearly I'm a part, my friends are a part of the group that can still make jokes about it, I guess. Did
0: you see that uh, someone mocked up a fake CNN story saying that Steven Seagal was helping the Russian forces?
1: (laughs) I mean, look, they probably do need some karate. There was,
0: did you see what shape he's in now? Does he strike you as a man who can do karate? (laughs) People said that 50 Cent got out of shape. Look at Steven Seagal 2022. In his defense,
1: I'm pretty sure he has always been in that shape even when he did claim to be a karate expert really? oh yeah
0: oh no i feel like he- there's some
1: seagal movies that like are prime seagal and you're like how how did anyone ever watch this where he's mean- like be- the one where he beats up the guy with the
0: the with a whisk with, with, with the- like a pool ball oh right 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 right. oh no no what's the the whisk is when he's the chef on the ship i've right? not seen that no he, what's he called there's like three of them two of them two or three of them he's a chef on a ship and he has to sort shit out I think you just titled the movie Steven Seagal and chef The chef on, on the Ship who has to short short shit out. Say that 10 times fast. <laughs> Sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. Right, the chef yeah. on the Ship. But we made it a little more violent yeah. for a rated R market. So um, I, uh, I was uh, preparing to do a radio show this morning and um, I... Uh, Uh, It took me the time uh, to shower to figure out that the CNN story was fake. But I woke up uh, really early this morning, and the first thing I saw, like through blurred eyes, was um, what looked like a CNN story picture of Steven Seagal apparently, you know, helping the Russians. So I'm like, oh. And I get in the shower, and I'm like, oh, God are you going to cancel Steven Seagal movies? Because I really like a lot of those movies. <laughs> like, that's, a, this, this, that's a, right this, up your like, alley. Oh, so right up my alley. And then I realized, um, in the time it took me to shower, by that point, Joe Rogan was trending because he apparently... When is he these days? Well, I, I was like, oh, God, what he said now? Um, but it was because he fell for the for the joke. But uh. Uh, so I, I don't know what... He, but it, apparently he did a release the a podcast or he... Um, posted something shocked to the poll that uh, Steven Seagal was uh, was helping the Russians I don't like ha- how
1: could my hero do this <laughs> well that was my thought in the shower
0: i mean to be quite honest usually that, you have like... way different steven seagal thoughts in the shower <laughs> well not since he put on white. oh good call. <laughs> now, when he was fit with the whisk in the right. in, uh, when, Dash, that, when he was when he was looking he was good. Shipping, i was like wow
1: he is hot with some egg yolk. <laughs> Usually he has, like, the white
0: ghee on, but him in the chef jacket? Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, stop getting me overexcited. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, the, the difference is is that uh, Joe Rogan, like, obviously went online and uh, was concerned about it. I just went into the shower and was like, oh, God, they're going to cancel Stevens <laughs> Seagal. What, what, what are we going to do now? Like, you had I a don't... few tears before you started your day. Uh, well, I mean, you know, my immediate thoughts were, well, what about if the Ukraine calls... Um d- d- uh, d- uh, who's the bald headed guy? Putin? <laughs> no. You got to say right we're done. Come in. <laughs> no um
1: Is british he, oh, oh like
0: steven seagal but stayed in shape makes the same movie over and over again jason Jean statham oh. <laughs> that joke would have been funny if i'd have got to it 20 right. seconds before um rewind just rewind yeah we'll just, just like never forget happened. that 20 <laughs> seconds didn't happen so yeah i would if i was joe rogan i would have said well maybe the ukraine can call
1: Jason, Jason Statham. There you
0: go. Um, <laughs> it's okay, New
1: York <laughs> producer. Just handle all of this. We haven't had you do anything in a while.
0: So, um, so yeah. So anyway, anyway, that was fake. So it's okay. We're not canceling uh, Steven Seagal, and I can enjoy uh, every one of his movies. Good. Th- th- you know, all of them. So that's 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 fine. What I did discover, though, um, while uh, doing some research, is that um, so the guy who's the Ukraine Ukrainian president was uh, was an actor did you know that he voiced paddington bear do you know that paddington movie oh, oh
1: i saw the headline there's an even greater fact about him sure he has this great acting career but you know the one thing i care about he's a jill <laughs> i like i wasn't paying attention to this story I, like you know i get it it's the biggest news story in the world right now but i'm kind of you know i like happy things i kind of was just avoiding it all together the moment i saw a headline saying jewish president i was all in team ukraine
0: <laughs> so yeah i didn't realize that he was the voice of paddington and about uh 15 years ago he won dancing with the stars what?
1: <laughs> my favorite thing was i saw like you know, now you're seeing all this stuff like, Oh my god, what an incredible person, like he's fighting with his country. And but the first article I had read, the one that mentioned he was a Jew, you know, it's talking about all this all these things, like all this, you know, kind of heart-wrenching stuff, you know, wars going on. And all of a sudden, randomly, it was like President Zelensky, who, of course, rose to fame from doing a comedy bit where he played the piano with his penis. <laughs> I guess that is how he became famous he's in the, the penis Ukraine. Piano? He's, the pian- he's the
0: penis pianist. <sighs> if the Seagull story was true he'd be like listen you might have looked fit when you were dressed as a chef but my dick is big enough to play the piano I mean that's pretty impressive i vote for him
1: that you know another great thing about like this whole situation with him is you know when we first heard and he's
0: like, and I'm a Jew, it's cut as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: look, you wanna know why the Ukraine is succeeding right now, other than Israel, only country with Jewish prime minister and Jewish president. I'm just saying. <laughs> the other cool thing though is like, you know, when we first heard Cooler about them
0: playing the piano uh,
1: with your dick? Oh, only a little bit is you know, he when we first heard about Zelensky, I think is how you say it. Mm-hmm. He uh, you know, was oh another celebrity president gets elected and you know people are kind of like oh i can't believe this is happening you know post the trump world you know there's a lot of cases of that happening right. and then of course there was the the trump call that eventually led to the impeachment and all that so like the only thing we knew about this guy was that he was a celeb president and that he had this big controversy around him and now like he looks like he might be the best president in the world. Like, he's literally taken up arms of, next to, like, boxing
0: legends and is defending his entire country. Right, yeah, he's literally saying just send arms. I right. ain't going nowhere. Oh, Did you, yeah. say, you see that video of him? He's out the front of whatever their White House is, right? Right, it's, the Blue it's, House. But, I mean, he literally, I mean, obviously, he comes from an acting background. Uh, and, and this is very, very serious and a terrible thing to be happening. But it's like he's in a movie because he literally was standing outside the front of whatever their presidential Building is saying there have been rumors that I'm hiding. No, motherfucker, I'm here. Come, <laughs> come and try and get me. Right. I am gonna like blow you away. We'll allow them to take my the come and p- take it, it slogan it- <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> is he's pulling the rabbit out of the hat? Going to be when right. Pewing turns up, right? Like on a horse, on a horse with no shirt on, like he <laughs> likes to be, right? And the guy from the Ukraine is going, um, all right. Well, you can look all manly on the back of your horse, but have you seen me play the piano with my penis? Like, I mean, what what, what is what is more impressive—the piano playing penis or the or the president with no shirt on the back of the horse? I
1: guess they've taken up the Twisted Sister song "We're Not Gonna Take It" as like their fight song. Yes. All I know is if he plays it on the piano with his penis, they win the war. <laughs>
0: do you do you think he ever considers that you know things could have been so different i mean mean, dancing with the stars i've got a friend called richard who who is one of the people who runs dancing with the stars and there's a a uk version called strictly come dancing it's the same show right? right and um richard kind of runs the 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 corporate end of it so he um it puts together the show, books the talent, um, routes the tours. They, they were before COVID. They used to do a lot of cruise ships of the, you know, basically the TV show on the right. cruise ship and all Gets that. Cancelled twenty years later for something he did. We get it. <laughs> no, but, it, but it's he's it, in a, that, that. I've never watched any of those shows, but I know loads of people go see the live shows. They make tons of money out of the cruises and stuff like that. Um, and uh, you know, R- Richard goes and, and travels on those cruises. They give him a cabin he's got his own butler and stuff like that and I'm thinking like this guy won Dancing with the Stars he could have been in the cabin next to Richard with his own butler (laughs) he could have been getting paid a fortune to play the piano with his penis every night (laughs) and uh, you know if he's uh, perhaps maybe uh, you know he's run out of Viagra and not feeling quite as strong he can blame it on seasickness when he's on the cruise like whatever it is but instead he's in the Ukraine with like you know Putin coming in to try and kill him I mean you say it's
1: a downside but think about how good The next season's going to be after the war. (laughs) I mean, talk about ratings. That's never going to have to work again
0: See and this is why stupid people who posted that meme It's okay to say that this is World War 3 Yes it is very scary And uh, Putin is very scary But th- th- you you have to deal with it In this fashion And as I didn't know this until 10 minutes ago But there is a man at the center of this Who used to play the piano With his penis <laughs> like, I, 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 And let's be real We could say a lot worse things in World War 3 I mean it's nice that um, y- You know in a situation where we might be facing World War 3 we have still stayed on brand and managed to bring cock talk into it i mean would it even be a world war without a little bit of cock <laughs> i um i got this buddy who does a, a talk show in the uk for uh, radio and he's on um he's on quite a serious news talk station he's n- well he's a pro- He's on weekends normally and his approach to it is 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 more light-hearted. So he'll do serious stuff, but he's more light-hearted. During the week, they're more sort of serious news talk. Right. So um, I messaged him and I said like, how much is uh, the Russia situation messing with your show? And he said, oh, like the whole station 24-7 is deadly serious now. And uh, I said to him, my God, this must make it so dull. And he texts back, yep, they've told me I'm no longer allowed to refer to Putin as Vlad the Insaner. (laughs) But I can't talk about his penis once in an hour. I'm like, well, he's ruining it for everyone, but P.S. Did you know the president of the Ukraine can play the piano with his penis? Maybe bring that up. (laughs) Right, I mean, as great
1: of a nickname as Vlad the... What was it? Vlad the Insaner. Vlad the Insaner is... I'm sorry, but... The penis pianist might be a little bit better.
0: Yeah, well, I'd t- just bring a little cock into it, and then, uh, you know... <laughs> well, just, let's uh, hope a medium-sized cock, Well, but... it's got to be of, of a size. And, the, you know, the other great thing about that is people uh, talk about this guy uh, before this terrible situation, about, oh, my God, it's like another Ronald Reagan or another Trump, like someone from uh, entertainment or reality TV that's, right. that's, that's suddenly running a country. But the great stroke that he played is that for anything that could be considered nefarious in his past that people may decide oh that means that you shouldn't be running a country because you did you know x y and z he's like well yeah i got my cock out i played the piano it was my bit you know <laughs> like it's kind of like you know when there was all that old oh, Str- stormy daniels and pissing russian hookers right. and all that kind of thing and like whether you believed it or not it kind of all got blown under and became a bit like hush hush what's the worst you can allege at an incoming president who is going to go yeah no i I mean, it's not even OnlyFans. It's just out there. It was a thing that I used to do. Penis piano. <laughs> Trump
1: learned very quickly that he didn't get the same reaction from playing bass with his penis. <laughs> You gotta <laughs> hold it up to your chest, not down by the legs. It never works down there.
0: Well, he couldn't play both of his hands because he's got little hands. <laughs> little hands. It's like when the. um. Do you remember Hanson, when they first came out and they right. were teenagers, yeah. right? And the drummer was the youngest one. When they first started doing shows, he used to have someone have to drum half the set for him because his hands were so small, he got worn he out doing the drumming. Yeah, yeah, right. During the hit, where there was M-bop, Mbop, the big hit yeah. here, right? That, in England, when I was living there, that was the only hit. When Mbop was out and that was like their thing when they came over to play england he couldn't drum the whole set because his little hands That's got great. tired That's- <laughs> well, it's you
1: know it's it's adorable when it's a little kid when it's you know a president's like uh
0: <laughs> so uh so yeah anyway oh and one other thing uh on the ukraine uh situation what about that island that the russians showed up to with their uh with their ship and basically said we're russian Surrender your island to us. You're in the way. We're trying to find the piano penis player. <laughs> and um, and to their credit, the people on this island said, fuck you. And they went, no, no, no. I don't think you understand. We're the Russians. We're at war. And we need to get you out of the way because we've got to get the piano penis player. And the people on the island said, no, 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 no. Fuck you. And so the Russians blew them up. But from a fuck you point of view in terms of the amount of like we're going to stand up and fight might of those people from being a complete coward i was very impressed with that kind of fuck you i think every single person
1: born in texas who has been born in texas who has been forced their whole life to remember the
0: alamo mm. can absolutely appreciate that story you know i mean it's very it's a practical fuck you i won't do what you tell me like the the rage against the machine said, it's basically the twisted sister song. <laughs> we're not going to take it. <laughs> yeah, let's make up. But they got blown up. Oh, by the way, that was another thing I was thinking of as well. I saw that uh, with uh, D. Schneider today coming out and saying he's uh, uh, very proud of the fact that these songs being used by the uh, people of Ukraine. Right, with uh, we're not going to take it. There's not many men who look great in a wig when they're nearly 70 he's a isn't Still looks great in a wig yeah, nearly he kind seventy. He can use the wig, you know. No, I no, Well, no, I don't think he does. I think because no, like, of a balding just like got, cover of
1: the old face.
0: Yeah. But I still think it takes a lot to pull off a wig and make it look g- as good as he does. If uh, you know, in the man in these late seventies, I can't
1: hate. I'm like six months away from starting to wear a wig. Right. So Yeah,
0: it was just another perspective that I've I learned today that that dawned on me. I've I've, th- I've had three major thoughts today. One was please don't cancel Steven Seagal. Thank God he wasn't there. <laughs> D- two was. D Schneider, it's impressive a man of that age can pull off a wig. And the third thing was that um the President of Ukraine p- plays piano with his penis. I had no idea about that. Again,
1: put it on the ballot. You're getting votes every
0: single country. hundred percent. All right, uh, we'll be back with uh, an update on uh, some of the week. We also need to uh, get into uh, last night's SAG awards. Did you know the SAG awards were happening? No, neither did I. Okay, let's do uh, part two of today's you america Last week on Song of the Week, New York producer chose Amazing by Rex Orange County, got 7% of the vote. Jeremy went with Love Strain by Silk Sonic, 14% of the vote. Uh, well done to uh, Ed Sheeran with Bring Me the Horizon winning with 79%. Here are your three choices for this week. Uh, I am going with Spirit Boy by Gang of Youths. I am going with What We
1: Speak by Robert Glasper. Q-Tip and Esperanza Spalding. Do you
0: ever listen to any songs that are just by one person? You know what? Collabs are just way better than singles, you know? I don't... I mean, every time we do Song of the Week, I just think, oh my God, you idiot, Damon Albarn. There are so many people that you could have picked on instead of Taylor Swift. Like, everyone Jeremy ever chooses. Listen, Q-Tip... you went for someone who legitimately does write her own material, who's got the most vocal, some might say violent fans and decided that you'd, you'd pick a fight with the Swifties. Listen, I have love for my
1: man Q-Tip the exact way those fans have love for Taylor Swift. Alright, so once again your
0: choice is uh, w- What I- We Speak by Robert Glasper, Q-Tip and Esperanza Spalding. New York Producers going with uh, King by Florence and the Machine. I'll have the poll on my Twitter. I'm at Ian Camfield on Twitter. If you uh, want to talk to us on the show, you can leave us messages uh, via the socials, it's uh, Ian Camfield on Twitter, on Instagram, Camfield Off The Radio, or uh, send us a message via our website, which is didyouamerica.com So, um, yeah, the SAG Awards happened uh, last night. Um, first of all, what a terrible name. I know it stands for <laughs> Screen Actors Guild. All I can think of was balls. Well, since when has the word SAG been associated with anything... Popular, like when he said nothing. That, anything, tight.
1: the tight awards.
0: Anything that sags is is that like that's an issue, right? Like sagging cannot possibly be positive in any way. How dare you talk about my balls that way? So, um, yeah, sag awards happened. I didn't pay any attention to it. I'm well, sure. Well, I
1: don't think anyone. Were weren't? Didn't they make a big deal like last year that this, it wasn't going to be televised this year? Like they stopped televising them because they just finally realized no one cares, or they got canceled for something like because i think that was another
0: that was another set of awards not the oh maybe i think it was because i don't think they were televised were they televised i don't know
1: because normally normally they are normally the sag awards are like the one they always say is like the fun one because Uh. the they drink and they they do (laughs) dumb things they don't you know but in the end like it's not fun. We're still watching the same thing. Yeah. Just every once in a while, someone slips up and says something dumb. And I'm
0: sure they were uh, all going like, oh, the Ukraine. I mean, right. I'm sure a bunch of actors and actresses got up and said, look, could everybody stop making jokes about World War Three? Right. It's just we can't... Let's I bet no
1: one for... honored Zelensky with a playing of the piano penis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. If the... If someone who won a SAG award wasn't sagging, right, right, got rock hard, right, (laughs) and then said, hey, do you remember when a bunch of stupid celebrities covered Imagine for when COVID kicks off? Our version of that to show support for the Ukraine is I'm now going to get my extremely large erect penis out and play the piano with it because that's what the president of Ukraine does. See, this is why Gal Gadot should have consulted with us. (laughs) That would have been the most awesome way of supporting the Ukraine. Everything those stupid celebs got wrong when they thought people wanted to see them sing Imagine right. from their multi-million dollar mansions while everyone was losing their job and not knowing what was going to happen with COVID. Everything that was wrong with that is like so right. If someone who's got a big dick is just there like playing we're not going
1: to take it. Right. Of course that would only be Orlando Bloom that showed up. He's like, "Yeah, I'll do it. What do you need my penis to do? It does everything."
0: They built him a set he just comes up with a paddle ball, <laughs> right. right? There's like yeah. some water, they're like, they're like what, why is there water on the stage? Well, Orlando Bloom's going to paddle ball with his gaping ass and his big cock, right? And, um, they're going to be like the dry, he's going to be like alright 3, 2, one. <laughs> <laughs> toon, toon, with the drummer and then he's just like alright like flopping it out bow, bow, bow bow, bow, bow <laughs> bow, 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 bow we are solving like he's the world's really problems like, like the tip of the helmet can just about reach the <laughs> bow, bow he's like it's way up there but he's just about big enough no he's right? not moving they're at like, all he's just swinging they're, they're like- <laughs> <laughs> we're going in
1: all the keys he's even doing like the
0: slide <laughs> down the piano move D Schneider's like, hey, I saw I know I said that everyone could get behind this, but like he's really playing it out of time. They're like, calm down, D. D. He's playing it with his dick. <laughs> like it's hard to keep in time with that. And they said, um, hey, we're going to do a piano, penis piano performance of uh, We're Not Gonna Take It. And the producer said, um, would it be easier then if we provide a Casio keyboard, like a little one for right. it? I'm like, no, 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 we got Orlando Bloom. Like give <laughs> a full grand, grand piano. piano. <laughs> he can handle it he's the only man that can and, he's, and, and not only cock's so big we, this has really become cock talk day, right? it always does again people who said don't say world war 3 what about if you bring cock into right. it right it solves all wars every war's better with cock little cock he's it's, it's got the grand piano right and his dick's so big that not only can he play down, 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 when it needs to change key, his massive penis can hit the the pedals at the bottom of the right. Because you know, like the pe- the pedals for the piano. Right. Imagine the visual, everybody. Take that. You've all watched uh, Orlando Bloom with his massive penis paddle boarding. Now imagine that on a grand piano. All- pedals and all.
1: All of a sudden, Elton John's like, I found my love of the piano again. This is no longer just a job.
0: He's like, Oh, if he could come on tour, maybe I won't retire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now for Elton's opening act. <laughs> Orlando Bloom and his penis piano.
0: <laughs>
1: in honor of the
0: Ukraine. <laughs> Elton's like, hang on, this is going to be the first tour for which I need to take off my glasses. They <laughs> like, make it look even bigger. It's giving me a headache. See, again...
1: The SAG awards just got so much better with this suggestion.
0: So, as as to my point, nothing that SAGs is positive. Why would you call an award
1: no. SAG? Orlando Bloom is always hard.
0: All right. So, as far as I'm aware, there was no show of solidarity for uh, Ukraine. By way of penis piano, right? But you didn't watch, so you don't know for sure. Although I would have imagined we'd have known about it by now. I mean, can you imagine? Like, whoever, whatever network normally show it are like, oh Jesus Christ! They they do penis piano the year we don't show it. This would have been huge ratings. Like NBC are like, oh my God, we're still licking our wounds from the fact that no one watched the Winter Olympics, and we could have had penis piano with Orlando Bloom. His dick's hitting the pedals.
1: (laughs) That's way better than the competition where they ski and then shoot guns.
0: (laughs) So um, one thing that did happen was apparently it was so dull, uh, the SAG Awards, that uh, Michael Keaton missed his actual award because someone said that they had some amazing coke and he was in the bathroom. (laughs) He couldn't get his cock out of the uh, Batman costume.
1: He's now back in that, so... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it I, I don't know that it's true about that. I think he just went for a pee because, you know, he's well, he's about 70 now, and not he, Michael Keaton? Right, yeah. Go right, yeah, exactly. He's gotta go frequently <laughs> and he's like, Oh my god, this is like this is this is so dull. But that kind of thing, um, it reminded me can happen because I did um this is a few years ago when I was living in the UK. Um I used to have this show on um uh, VH1 and we were filming a, a classic rock award ceremony. And, um, so I was supposed to be filming the winners backstage as as they were winning, but I was also supposed to be presenting an award to Joe Elliott from Def Leppard and, um, the award ceremony was, I couldn't see what was happening because I was in the the room behind the stage, right? And someone was supposed to come and get me when it was my time to go up and present the award. That bit didn't happen, right? But by the way, there's a lot of names I'm about to drop in this. All right. So I'm back. We're at one so far. I'm back. So, well, you know, I'm a TV show on VH1, everybody. That's (laughs) when I had a career.
1: And now look at what you're doing. Like, that's all I'm distracted by. You're (laughs) literally talking about having a television show on the known station. And now you're, in your kitchen recording a
0: podcast <laughs> with, with <you>. me <laughs> <laughs> talking about orlando bloom playing yeah, right. piano penis um so um so yeah so i'm backstage and uh, and I'm, I'm doing this interview with alice cooper right Two. now i don't know if you've ever um spent any time with alice cooper but he's got he's this amazing storyteller and i know you, you know back in, back in the day he was considered this shock rocker and, and everything but um when you sit with him it's almost like a kid's story time. He's got this amazing, lovely tone of voice, and he's really relaxed, and he j- just knows how to tell a story. And he's been sober for like thirty years, so he's, he remembers everything. I, I've done interviews with Alice Cooper where it would be me and him sitting in a hotel room, and I give him a microphone, and they just go off. You go, you have got about twenty minutes, and I like, and it's almost like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna meditate while you right. talk because he's like, I'll be in the other room, yeah, literally. So I'm, um, so I'm kind of, you know, in a, I, I can't, I've never. Never paid attention to exactly what he's saying i just know that he tells the story in such a lovely tone of voice in such an engaged way it's like when you if you ever get on a long distance uh, plane flight sometimes the, the they have the different audio channels and right. one of them will be flying without fear that could be Alice Cooper, except you probably wouldn't want Alice Cooper visually to be like, hey, I'm Alice Cooper. Don't be scared of this flight. Then, <laughs> but, but then full makeup right, and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when he's just talking, anyway, so he's talking and I've you know and no one's come to get me and blah 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 and suddenly from out of nowhere my Alice Cooper meditation is interrupted. It's like, <laughs> Ian, 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 you're on, you're on, you're on, you're on, you're on! Oh, no. What? It's like it's the death flipper. I'm like, oh so I am like, Stop! So I like go running, right? And I get into the main room, and Joe Elliott from Def Leppard is gone to the stage, got bored of waiting, and started a whole thing on how the guy from the radio and VH1 was supposed to be up here, but he's clearly in the bathroom doing too much blow and has missed his (laughs) fit, right? So. I get up on the stage, right? And do a like, few sniffles right, into the mic. Like, oh, and he's like, oh, here he is. He's going to have a Colombian cold. Let's just check for like... A, oh, oh, my God. And everyone's laughing at my expense like I was... And it's just like cocaine joke after cocaine joke after, <laughs> cocaine, joke after cocaine joke after cocaine joke. And you're like, well, do they know it was mad? <laughs> and um, and uh, so anyway, so I get onto the, the microphone and I was like... Uh, Sorry, everyone. I was just backstage with Alice Cooper and Joe Elliott. Goes. I thought we went to rehab in the eighties.
1: <laughs> Joe Elliott working on the stand-up career. <laughs> it was pretty impressive.
0: <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I. Um, uh, it's uh, so anyway. So uh, but, but, but so I can see. And that those all ceremonies were quite entertaining. There was a lot of rock stars in the room. They were very you know very very good. So it is possible to be called in the bathroom or just in the wrong room at the point at which that uh, you're supposed to be on stage accepting your award is the moral of the story. However, I reckon if someone said to Michael Keaton, even Michael Keaton, age 70, any minute now, there's going to be piano penis playing from Orlando Bloom, he'd have held it in. I mean, he would have said to whoever was on the table with with him, go get me a bucket, I can't leave. You know what's the problem with the SAG Awards? Is unlike
1: your experience, Sama Hayek did not get on stage and just immediately start making a bunch of cocaine jokes.
0: If she did that, we would still be watching the SAG Awards. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I mean, seriously, if they'd have had cocaine and penis piano, I mean <laughs> e-
1: like huge and, ratings. Every single show on television <laughs> should have cocaine and penis
0: piano. <laughs> I've got to tell you, uh, talking of TV shows, I don't know have you ever been um into a show? That actually really annoys you, and you, you you're not quite sure why you're into it, but you you've, you've become addicted to it because I am currently experiencing that with Big Sky. Oh God! So I Big Sky started last year, and they made a big deal out of it because uh, Ryan Felipe was supposed to be in it, but then it turned out he got killed in the pilot. So well, like
1: he's not even in it. He's in it for the pilot, and then they kill him.
0: You're kidding? No.
1: <laughs> Wait, I like I remember when they were promoting
0: this show. It was show. like he'd gone to making TV shows, right? And there's not—they're not even doing like flashbacks. That he, he's in one episode. He's in one. He's in the pilot, and like the chick who was with him, like his pictures on the sides of, of, of the, <laughs> Which of he the room. He still
1: gets credit paid for. Probably. Of <laughs> I don't know. I know mean, what, I, it's
0: I, about p- it's about Montana. I'm guessing. Well, see, this is the thing. So yes, it's it's, it's supposed to be about Montana, and so I watched I, I watched. Uh, Most of season one. And I thought, "Eh, I don't don't think I'm, I'm into this. And then I guess season two started towards the end of last year, but I didn't know... And somehow it crept up on my YouTube TV DVR. I've never had this happen before where a load of episodes were on and it didn't show up in like the new recorded things until this this weekend. So I think what happened was they showed a bunch of episodes towards the end of last year. Then it took a break. And then last week it it came back for the final few episodes. For some reason, it returning for the final few episodes, like bumped it up to the top of my recently recorded list. Right. So I'm like, oh big Sky's back and I thought to myself oh you know what I'm probably not going to bother because I wasn't that into it for for season one but I go into it and suddenly I've got nine episodes that you know that I haven't (laughs) seen so I was like okay well I'm going to have a look at it and here's the thing I can tell you like ten things that really annoy me about this show and yet I watched eight episodes over the weekend and I can't stop and and, 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 and I'm not quite sure why for, for a start right it's got like it it's 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 overly woke like deliberately woke and oh I, 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 I don't I don't mind that, that you know they're trying to make progress with the TV show but you've got this show where one of the uh, private investigators is trans and then someone else who works at the private investigators is a lesbian and then this season they've got teenage lesbians in it and it's just like really in the middle of little Montana all of this woke-ism is going on like all at once I I have really bad
1: news for you what you're describing is the exact way I became a fan of Keeping Up with Kardashians oh my god I started out absolutely hating the show making fun of it but like I would watch it at one time with roommates I had in college and then the ex-girlfriend I had and so like Eventually, I got so caught up in it, I couldn't stop watching it. And now, you t- you hear me all the time. I'm, a- I'm fully bought in. I know all the storylines. Give it like six months, my friend. You're going to be out here like, oh, I cannot believe what Jenny Hoyt did to Jerry <laughs> Kennedy. And yes, I looked up two character names for this joke.
0: Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah google big sky that joke right. will become funny <laughs> um it's all right we've peaked with the jokes on piano penis right, play, it's like, but, better than yeah, that yeah really where do you tune out now um so they got all this woke stuff going on which as I said I'm fine with except that it's so obvious you're like well we'll do this and we'll do that and right. we'll do that and it's all coming at me right? meanwhile they hate wokeness in Montana well so th- again that but that, that but then this is the thing that really I've decided really 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 really, really winds me up and, th- and this is why I think I need to like give it up but for some reason I can't because I'm really intrigued as to like how it's going to end there is this whole subplot for season 2 where a bunch of kids witness a drug deal that goes bad and someone gets killed, right? Okay. And they take the money and the drugs and then their whole involvement in season two is them trying to right the wrong that they've witnessed. And every time they're on screen... They're fucking annoying And all I think is This is fucking Scooby-Doo This is literally these. Kids, this is this is the plot of every Scooby-Doo A bunch of kids that have seen Some sort of wrongdoing That they're putting together And they're all like Oh my god This is going so bad this, I'm like The only thing that could make this worse Is if somehow there's an extra kid That turns up That's not needed Like when Scrappy-Doo turned up And ruined Scooby-Doo And it's just and, it, and, it, and it's driving me nuts So then And then I was like Six episodes in But then there's other bits of the plot And I'm kind of of like intrigue as to like what's going on, then. I started Googling it. Does is this, it is this happen with the Kardashians as well? Yes. Oh, so I, start,
1: I Google them every day. So, so
0: I start Googling about the show because at this point I've become like one of those people who thinks they've got a terminal illness and they're self-diagnosing themselves. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to Google Big Sky to see if there's some kind of review that explains why I'm right. on it because I just spent an hour shouting fucking Scooby-Doo at my TV and these kids are really annoying and yet I don't want to stop watching it, you know? <laughs> So basically,
1: the only thing this show is missing is a talking dog in a pothead head that oh, watches over uh, him. It's just so
0: so so then and then and then I found this this even more potentially troubling. So yeah, it's all supposed to be Montana, right? And the only other sort of angle I had was there is a thing with me because I'm America's biggest fan, where I always like a show that's kind of in middle of nowhere America. Not places that I want to live, but I sort of like the I don't know why, but I like the depiction of it. If you show me like a nice diner. Like an American diner, like right. in a middle of nowhere place. I don't know what it is about that. I think it's something that from when I was first into the original uh, Twin Peaks, they were all in the diner. I think <laughs> I think it's something like an extra. I don't know what. I'm always like, oh, oh, I'd like to have a cup of coffee and cherry cherry pie cake, right. there, that yeah. kind of thing, right? So I felt like maybe it's like the thing. So. And because it's supposed to be Montana, Big Sky, blah 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 blah. Then when I do the Google to self-diagnose why I'm addicted to this show, that really I can't stop hate loving. I mean, this is like a hate fuck right. for me. This TV <laughs> show, right? I'm hate fucking Big Sky. Yes. And then it, the, the 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 Google tells me that in real life, the things filmed in Canada, I'm like, <gasps> have I become a fan of Canada? Oh
1: no! Look, I'm telling you, Canada. They do this. This is a theme with their television shows. My The same ex-girlfriend I had that got me into watching the Kardashians, she used to watch this show. Again, it was filmed in Canada. I the i used to i can never remember what it was called so i would always call it canada horse show right and apparently there are other people that call that because i googled canada horse show and apparently it's called heartland this show has been running for 15 seasons is still on today and it is the single worst show of all time it's so poorly acted the storylines are stupid sometimes it's about horses sometimes it's not about horses (laughs) but after watching three episodes of a season i guarantee. To you, you'll be like, I have to make it through twelve. Wow.
0: Well, this is the first time this has happened to me. I am a, uh, I was a virgin when it came to hate fucking TV, <laughs> uh, but but no more. Welcome to in, America. Since b- Big Sky, and then you know when this Canada uh, bombshell was dropped on me, because I was thinking, oh. The diner's in Montana. I'd do a little, I'd do a little trip. Oh, trip. Oh, oh, God, it's actually in Canada. And then I thought, you know, I'd, again, now I'm confusing myself. The last time I was obsessed with Canada was when they had a crack-smoking mayor of Toronto. Do you remember him? <laughs> oh, Rob, yes. Rob, Rob Ford. Ford. Oh, oh, he was my guy. Oh,
1: God. What he would be doing in Russia right now. I'd
0: sadly, <laughs> departed. I mean, maybe that. a lot of people have got a theory that the world went crazy when David Bowie died. Because you could logically trace it back. Bowie died. Died. No one knew he was sick. It was very unexpected. And then, you know, then there was all of the political turmoil and then there was COVID and now there's, don't say it, World War Three. Oh no. Uh, you know, and, and all of those kind of things. But there might be an argument, now I'm just processing this aloud, that actually the thing that threw the world off its axis was when Rob Fall died. I totally agree. We need more crack-smoking mayors. That was the last time I was hugely impressed with Canada because the, the because there there was Do you ever? I mean, I, I was in the UK at that time, and we used to do Rob Ford news, right? <laughs> Just because of the like when he was like be, be, speaking Patois in the right. in the in, 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 in the in the in the chicken shop, as one does. And then um, there was that game. Did he play rugby where he knocks over like he an like old lady? I it thought it was like kids? a little kid, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. Actually, that might have been Boris Johnson. I think they both did it. <laughs> I think they both did it. Very similar aesthetic, honestly. Actually, I think actually Boris Johnson was before it was a few years before he became Prime Minister. He's did like, he's not crack no but oh. i think he played a game of rugby where he literally like had no regard he was just he had to he hey, had to win. win i was about to say he had to score a touchdown that's not <laughs> what happens in rugby i've become so american right. Right. look at you he i'm had so to proud score a try and um, a what and uh it's think of it as a touchdown and uh the uh and but but i think boris johnson was like what it worked for the crack smoky mirror of toronto i mean <laughs> take but, that right. kid stiff arm <laughs> <laughs> it's like look if this doesn't get me some attention i'm gonna to have to play the piano with my penis right <laughs> so um yeah i don't know quite frankly I, this podcast can't finish fast enough because i want you out of here i want to get back to my show because <laughs> uh, I, ca- I, I want to carry on hate fucking yeah. uh the tv <laughs> yeah, show yeah, i gotta leave for that <laughs> <laughs> hate fucking while screaming fucking scooby-doo
1: <laughs> is that not what everyone does while hate fucking <laughs> again i bring up my ex-girlfriend
0: <laughs> so yeah i don't know um it's the first time it's happened to me i've never been i mean because generally you know i like to uh, extol the virtues of bad tv i love bad tv right. and, I, and i and i know lots of people think it's terrible and i love it this is the first time I've, I've I've confused myself. It's the first time I felt like I don't like a TV show, but I can't put it down. <laughs> this is like, this is literally your worst nightmare. I just don't, know. I mean, and also I'm thinking, you know, like the final season of Better Call Saul starts in April and I've the, 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 that's very complicated and obviously, you know, it's the prequel to Breaking Bad and I think it might turn out by the end of it to be better than Breaking Bad and it's all going to lead into Breaking Bad and it's been so long because of the COVID and everything. I can't remember what happens in Better Call Saul. That's another thing. See, I've become like a drug addict that wants Wants to stop but can't because i'm watching big sky shouting scooby-doo hate fucking right <laughs> and and at the same time i'm like i should be reviewing better call soul that's what i want to do but i can't i've got to see what these freaks are going to end up doing in montana which isn't even in montana if it's canada and canada doesn't even have a crack smoking mirror of toronto anymore but still like i'll oh, stop it i can't stop it
1: i'm sorry man again this is all reminiscent of when i started watching the kardashians you're gonna be like 20 minutes into that first episode of the final season of better call soul you're gonna get a little bit confused, and instead of rewinding to see like what that line was that seemed really important that you missed, you're gonna hit pause, you're gonna go to your DVR, and you're gonna load up season one, episode one of Big Sky.
0: <sighs> what have I become? Alright. We're done. As long as World War Three don't break out, we'll be back with another one soon. Stop joking about World War Three. Have you not seen the meme? It's okay, I pulled my penis out. Where's your piano? <laughs> Some people talking about the Russia situation and bringing penises into it. The lack of respect. (laughs) Uh, DigiAmerica.com is the website. You can talk to us there. You can also talk to us uh, via my Instagram, which is Camfield off the radio or on Twitter. I am Ian Camfield, uh, which is also where you can vote for Song of the Week. Thank you for listening to this one.